Hello. Welcome to the podcast at For All Our Kids. You are listening to our story segment. Today, we continue with the revised tales of Vikram and Betal. And now to the story. Trust. The eerie howl pierced the still of the cold night. King Vikram did not turn his glance away from the hanging corpse. He stepped up on the people tree, bringing his face close to the skull. The vampire watched him reach for the corpse with a mocking look. Vikram ignored it altogether and put the corpse on his shoulder. And now he began the lonely march to where his soldiers waited for him. Oh, king, how hard you work. But why, I wonder? Are you doing this because someone goaded you? Don't your friends ever stop you from coming here every month? Oh, by the way, do you have trusted friends? Being a king can be lonely, I'm sure. It must not be easy to know whom to trust. Let me tell you the story of two friends who had a falling out and got back together again. There may be a lesson there for you. And the vampire began to narrate his story. Along the banks of a river were many villages. These villages were about half a day's journey by foot. Every year, after the monsoons, the villagers got together and celebrated many festivals. There was a festival for the planting season, one for the growing season, another for the harvest. As you can gather, the villagers needed no excuse for festivals. If there was a celebration in one village, it was inevitable that you'd see people from all the other villages over there. Grandparents lived in one village, parents in another, and adult grandchildren in still another. Extended families were scattered in these tiny hamlets. Mayuri and Mira were two friends who lived in neighboring villages. They met at every festival, wedding, or family function. They got up to mischief together and fought with one another. If one grabbed a mango from the tree without an adult's permission, the other kept watch. If one needed to finish all the chores before going out to play, the other shared in the work. Even when they fought, as all friends must at some time or the other, they always managed to talk and sort out any differences. Malu was a young woman who was friends with the parents of both girls. She was always full of energy and funny too. The two friends loved to spend time with Malu because she didn't behave like an older aunt. The girls could get away with more mischief because Malu was watching them. Years passed and their friendship stayed steady. Everything was fine until there was a quarrel between Mayuri's family and their cousins. The monsoons were very heavy that year and the farms were all flooded, causing a lot of damage. By sheer chance, Mayuri's father had harvested the crops before the heavy rainfall. 
We're lucky we were able to harvest when we did. But we can't ignore the others who are struggling now. Let me see how we can help them out. Mayuri heard her father tell her mother. Malu came to visit Mayuri's family one evening. Oh, you are so kind and generous. But you have to be careful, she mumbled. What do you mean? Mayuri's mother asked her. Well, not everyone is as honest as you. Some people talk to you very nicely and then say all kinds of things about you behind your back. You mustn't believe everyone who talks nicely to you. That's all I'll say. Malu sounded worried as she said it. No, you can't say something mysterious like that and not tell us the whole thing, Mayuri's mother insisted. And then the whole story tumbled out. Rumor is that you made sure to let everyone know you organized free food for people caught in the flood. But when they came around to eat, there wasn't enough for everyone. Many people had to go home hungry. I heard all this from someone close to you. What? Everyone who came to our house ate well. We went to sleep early that night because we were all so tired. Few people turned up after we went to bed. We quickly made them some upma and chutney and made sure they had something hot to eat. Who said this thing about us? You must tell us who it is so we can defend ourselves. Mayuri's father roared. Oh no, I don't want to cause any trouble. I just want you to be aware. That is the only reason I say this to you. Malu slipped away without telling them anything more. A month later, there was a festival at one of the village temples. The villagers needed something upbeat and happy to celebrate after such a challenging period. So they crowded to the temples and met up with their extended families. Mira and Mayuri played and ate and enjoyed themselves. But there was something there between the adults. Something you couldn't put a finger on. They were not the same cheerful people anymore. Malu visited Mayuri's family quite often, and Mayuri looked forward to these visits. Malu made her laugh. It would have been nice if Mira was there, but maybe they'd all meet sometime soon. Then, on one visit, Malu told her how Mira had commented on Mayuri's clothes. The young girl was hurt. How could my friend say such a thing? I'm going to ask her when I meet her next, she vowed. And what will she say, dear? She is not going to accept it, is she? Malu sowed the seeds of doubt in Mayuri's mind. So when the friends met again at a wedding, they spent the night chatting and laughing. But Mayuri didn't say anything. Malu joined them, and it was like before. The next morning, Malu pulled Mayuri aside. You are very young. Be careful what you say to others. Mayuri's mother also warned her. Mayuri, it is not a bad thing to be cautious, okay? I don't want you to stay at the wedding overnight. But Amma, 
Mayuri tried to convince her mother to let her stay with Mira's family. This time, Mayuri's parents stood firm. Slowly, the girls saw each other less and less. Then Mayuri went away to study in one town and Mira went to another. Their parents too met only occasionally. But when the girls came home, Malu always visited them with gifts. The girls had finished their studies and they were both back at home. At this time, Mira fell very sick. Mayuri accompanied her parents when they went to see Mira. Over there, she began to talk about all the fun they had playing in the river and the paddy fields. Mira's eyes lit up. Oh, we had so much fun, Mira, Mayuri laughed. Then and there, she decided to spend some time with Mira. She stayed up with Mira's mother to care for her. And the two girls started talking like before. I better forget about what Malu told me, Mayuri thought. We say and do things as kids, but we outgrow those. I'm sure I've said and done stupid things as well. I don't have any hard feelings towards Mira. Ten days went by, and Mira was feeling better. The two friends went for a stroll along the river. And Mira asked Mayuri, Why didn't you come to our celebrations when we bought the new house? Mayuri froze. Then, as if she made up her mind about something, she squared her shoulders and looked at her friend. Because you didn't want us to come? What on earth? Mayuri, we came to your village and invited you and your parents. Yes, you did. But later, you told Malu that you didn't really want me to come. No, I did not say any such thing. You went on a vacation instead. Well, yes, I went on a trip so that I didn't have to answer any questions. How can I come to your celebrations if you didn't want me there? The two friends stood glaring at each other hands on their hips. After a minute or so, Mira cleared her throat. <coughs> Malu told me that you said that our house was so small that you would find it very uncomfortable. Malu told me, Mayuri began. Mira held up her hand. Let's talk without shouting at one another. You tell me what Malu told you, and then I'll tell you what she told me. The two friends settled down on rocks facing each other and talked until the sun went down. At the end of it, they were furious at Malu. What did she gain by doing this? We both adored her. Why did she say mean things about us to each other? Mira wiped her tears away. I'm so angry. She was an adult while we were little kids. The next time I see her, I'm going to ask her why she did it. Mayuri paced up and down the riverbank. I will join you. Otherwise, 
She may say more lies to make us doubt each other, Mira added. The orange skies had turned to gray when the two friends walked back home. Mayuri was to leave the following day, and she had to pack all the sweets that Mira's mother made for her family. A few days after Mayuri reached home, they got the news that Malu was ill. Mayuri rushed to Malu's village, and Mira came a few days later. One friend nursed Malu, while the other took care of Malu's young children. They also asked their parents to help pay for Malu's treatment. The vampire raised his brow mockingly. Now, isn't that the silliest thing you heard? Mira and Mayuri must have no self-respect. They said they would confront her, but what did they do instead? They rushed to help Malu, even after knowing all that she had done and said, to separate the two friends. How do you explain that, O Vikrama? If you know the answer to my questions, you better solve the puzzle. Else I'm afraid your head will shatter into smithereens. But there was no hesitation in Vikrama's voice. No, Mayuri and Mira were not silly. Yes, they could have easily turned their backs on Malu for the way she had manipulated them, and no one would have blamed them. It was not a lack of self-respect that made them help her. It was because they were kind-natured. The two girls had always liked Malu, so they felt the need to go to her when she was in trouble. This was not the time to confront her about her behavior. They may ask her later or they may choose not to. The two friends had also realized that they too were to blame for what happened. What should good friends do when they hear stories about one another? They should clear any doubts with the other person. Mayuri never asked Mira about everything she heard from Malu and neither did Mira confront Mayuri. They felt that they too shared the blame for the separation by not trusting each other when Malu told them lies. Vikrama finished uttering the answer and sighed. His shoulder felt light as he saw the corpse with the vampire float away to the tree afar. Now, my friends, what do you think? Has such a thing ever happened to you? You think someone is a friend, but you hear from someone else that your friend has been talking badly about you. Huh? Happens, doesn't it? What did you do then? Did you bring it to your friend's attention? Or did you let it simmer in your mind? Yes, people shouldn't carry tales between friends. But we too have a responsibility to resolve these differences when things happen. Otherwise, we will miss out on years of friendship, isn't it? If you misunderstand a friend because you heard from someone that they said this or said that, talk to your friend and sort it out. Relationships are too precious to lose out because of distrust. You don't have to shout or yell. 
All you have to say is something like, Hey, I want to talk to you about something I heard. If you have a problem with something I said or did, please tell me. I can tell you my side of the story. Try it, my friends. And this is the end of our episode today. Come back next week to listen to the next adventure in our Vikram and Betal series. Until then, goodbye from all of us at For All Our Kids. Thank you.